Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. Triple M footy lives on listener. Replays, interviews, and the only place to catch every Triple M footy call. Oh, wow. Sunday. So often the day after the night before. A day to lay low, relax, keep out of harm's way. But not here. Rugby League's biggest names get busy right now. Prosper, Australia's number one lender to small business. This is Triple M's Sunday Sinbin. Oh, good afternoon and welcome to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small businesses. James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you. As round 23 has two games left, we'll be covering, obviously, all games this afternoon. The Saturday has brought plenty. Brisbane, 30. Cowboys, 14. Knights, 30. The Dolphins, 28. And in a big upset, the Sharks, 26. The Rabbitohs, 16. NRLW, the Broncos had their first win, and it was a really good win. 40 points to 12 over the Cowboys. And the Gold Coast Titans, women's side, are undefeated after three rounds. A great effort as well. They won 10 Sorry? 10-8. 10-8. It was a gutsy win. James Hooper, very good afternoon, my friend. How are you? Good afternoon, Ben Dobbin. How are you, mate? All right. You're a bit nasally, mate. All no, right. No, you know, no yeah. flu or anything like that? You're okay? No How's flu, your week mate. been? Definitely How's your week no been, flu. mate? Uh, mate, it's been good. It's been outstanding, yeah, as usual, yeah. Uh, this time of the year. Business end of the season and a lot of sides are making a run and others are uh, stuttering a little bit. I was surprised with South Sydney last night, but... We'll get to that in a minute. So, yeah, how's your week been, big fella? Oh, all right. It's been very hard. It's been a physical week. I've trained continuously physical, throughout the course of the week. that's a lie. I'll stop you there. That's a lie. <laughs> well, I'm going to give you some data, and I've stopped from sharing data, but I can tell you now, it's been a big week. It's been a week. And you know that as well. And you know, so don't act like you don't know. I've been training hard this week. James Graham, a very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, how are you, mate? You're a bit. I'm, you're, sorry, I'm a bit what? You're a bit brighter than last week. I just want to say it now. We're, we're pleased to have you back. You, you know, what, what, thank you. What, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> you're in good form. You're fresh Matt, as a daisy. What, listen, uh, what, uh, if you're going to bring up last week, I'll turn it straight back to you, right, oh, Mr. Rebel Alliance, right, oh. Mr. Oh. Rebel Alliance. Are you working for the RLPA again this week, or? Mate, we're not having uh, a fair you mentioned, friend. You mentioned data, so you must have been talking <laughs> to him again. <laughs> Dobbo. You know they only get uh, the listen, weak blokes on their side. I'm not even talking about that. I've got a Garmin. My data I'm talking about is my Garmin running data. I got up to 7Ks. And don't you start throwing this. 7Ks in a week, that's 1K no, that's a day. <laughs> <laughs> that's 1K hey, a day. And he walked them. And he walked them. 1K a day. Rebel Alliance. I'm not climbing up flagpoles and blocking traffic. Um, yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that's Mission Impossible, mate. That's, that's Tom Cruise. Well, you, got, Mission Impossible. What, you've decided to turn up the work today, have you? Why don't we turn our attention on old matey? I need a little weekend off for my birthday. Hello, Gordon Tallis. No, I got gifted a 
to me from uh, you and then the big bosses, but it's all right. And sorry, because I walked in here late because I just, was just downstairs in the bottle shop, but they've run out of Jacob <laughs> Creek. Some big bloke come and bought it all. It was you on special what? for $12. They bought all the Jacob's Creek last week. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm just going to stop everybody here now to give you some insight. And what? Hooper, you, your low life tried to go down this road last week because what? you two uh, obviously joined at the hip because of your employer and, you know, United Who? stand. You and what? Hooper. Who? Fox, uh, no, but, no, but, no, but, yeah, there's no, no emails. I just, I, I, I'm lucky, Dobbo. Calls. I just, I call a raging bull, mate. I'm lucky. Yeah, well, so. well, so <laughs> do I. So do I. Hence why I didn't get him a bottle of Jacobs Creek, which was the lie that you tried to put out there last week. Who? Off the back of, just tell the truth. We what? don't need to go into. I did not buy you a bottle of twelve dollar Jacobs Creek. And you no, two sorry, even... sorry, sorry, sorry. That was my brother. You bought me Yellowtail. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the bin triple five, $16 special. Well, I was, uh, all I'll say is I didn't see both of you at his 50th. I was there. I was no, one of the lucky there. ones. No, they weren't. We, we they were They were the one in Brisbane, too. mate. I was there. They were there. No, they weren't. They were invited. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> Are you saying I turned up uninvited now? Are you trying to say I turned up uninvited now? Pretty much. Pretty much, mate. The rumour is that you drove around all my, like, favourite dining spots on Friday just trying to catch me out, right? You know, like one of those journalists, like the paparazzi, just, just trying. You know what? Like a current affair. I don't know, I don't know why I do this on a Sunday. Get... I really don't. I don't know. Get, I'm getting close, I can tell you. Um, oh, listen, you said yes, one day you wouldn't walk, eh? I won't walk. I won't be walking at all. Okay, I can tell you what, mate. Now. Well, you went for a jog and you did a fair bit of walking. No, I did not. And I'm going to bring up the data a bit later. I'm going to actually, because you guys want to put up, after I raise money for charity, and which you know about because you're great yeah. mate, Mick McLaughlin with Ronald McDonald House, Hooper's now got some photo of me, video of me, he's, he's handed it on of me dancing and tried. So I'm going to put the data on oh, no, my running data. Uh, mate, I'll stop you there again. You posted it, your Pelican, on yeah. the WhatsApp group. Yeah. So what yes, do you mean that, I'm hey, handing over footage, hang on, please? Hang on, hang on, hang on. Is our WhatsApp group open for everybody, Yes, is absolutely. It? No, it it's is. not. Yes, no, it Charlie is. White's on it as the yeah, producer well, of the program. And well, we, know where the his, we know where his loyalties lie. We do well, know he where liked his the vision of you, just for the <laughs> listeners, we'll just paint the picture. He liked the vision of you in the tuxedo, right, with the yeah. penguin suit and the little bow tie on and the Dancing with the Stars audition. He liked it. One, two, three. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, Chica, you're getting close, mate. I can Chica. tell you now. Chica, you to Chica, because... Chica, Chica gets behind there. He, he's behind the things and he plays everything. And he, yeah. He's like a little puppet. He plays everything Just like that. Just put it on like the... It's already been on the Instagram. It's already yeah, had Yeah, but i put it on mine. No, we don't need you to put it on yours. Right. You stay out of it. And the fact that... I'm and the best the... comments, right? <laughs> You're going to hand over the bottle of wine. Oh, I, mate, we might, I, well, I bet you don't. Hey, I bet you don't hand over Jacob's the bottle. Creek, mate, I'll hand yeah, over the bottle hand of Jacob's over, Creek. You won't hand over the bottle I gave you. Yeah, Jacob's no, Creek. You, you won't. won't. Yeah, that, yeah, you're, you're generous, but you're not that generous. Hey, let's get into it. Uh, it's good to have your ball back on board and, and sober. Uh, anyway, let's go. Uh, Brisbane hey, take on. <laughs> yeah, mate, listen, I couldn't come in last week. It was my birthday, right? So the deal was I just wanted to have a champagne breakfast, and you can't have a champagne breakfast on Sunday and come on out. Would be irresponsible. Well, that's why he wasn't there. there. We saw the photo of you there, and we also saw a photo of you dancing under a disco ball. Uh, let's talk <laughs> quickly. Uh, let's start. We, we'll get to Brisbane. Kevin Walters is going to join us later. The Knights, five in a row. That's a great yeah. story. 
but the Rabbitohs hoops, you started with it, and I think we're all a little bit surprised. The Sharks' form over the last month hasn't been anywhere near where we expected, but the Rabbitohs, hot and cold, and last night they ran cold, 26 points to 16 over in Perth, and it was a game that we all expected with Latrell back for his second week that they were going to get the job done, but there were some real worrying signs there. Absolutely, there was, Dobbo. Look, I think everybody had factored in, given the way that Cronulla have been on tilt in recent times, I think everybody had factored in that uh, South Sydney were going to collect the two points and they went over to Perth and the Sharks, to their credit, uh, were able to find something. But I think now for the Bunnies, Jimmy, uh, for me... You can't win the competition from outside the top four. History shows us that they are one of those streaky sides that perhaps could go on a run. But when they were winning games and stamping themselves as a genuine threat earlier in the season, it was their defence. And that's what, to me at the moment, has been all over the shop for the last eight weeks. Yeah, to, you, to your point about not being able to win it from outside the top four, they do have a, a buy in round 26, which is going to be so vital for them. I think there's a couple of things with South Sydney's performance. Um, I think you, you look at a, a game like Cronulla, they are massively out of form. And whether or not you say it, you try and focus on yourselves, but subconsciously and certainly like I know fans uh, talk about this and, and you know, people around the club you don't want to play Cronulla back into form they are out of form don't be the team that gives them the confidence and plays them back into form and they certainly did that they they allowed the, the, the Cronulla Sharks back into form back into the game but then you look at South Sydney and I don't know just how much of a, a, a metaphor for the season yesterday's game is like just wake up and we keep waiting for that brilliance at the end, but don't leave your run too late. And with three games to go, like the, the Dragons in Cairns, after a heavy travel schedule, is going to be difficult. Then the Knights away in Newcastle. Yeah. Then the bye. And then, you know, we talk of what's happened at the Roosters season, but the one positive thing the Roosters could take from it is denying South Sydney the opportunity to play finals. Which, which will genuinely be on the line come that last game of the season. I just, South Sydney, you just, they, they were so clunky. They had an opportunity just on half time. Uh, they made a break down their right edge. They couldn't quite nail that. They shift to their left and they just got in each other's way. And they had, they, they really should have scored there. And I think if they'd have gone in at 14 4 or 14 6, they perhaps turned things around, but they just yeah. left their run too late. 14 errors, didn't score their first points till the 64th minute. I know that South, like their sort of slogan this year is throw the first punch, so they want to get out of the blocks early and don't wait for it. I think they got so much natural ability, they they just think it's going to happen, and we all did. Like, we all got conned that Latrell's back, they win. Mm. That was it, you know, well, that they're going to go there, that. that it's going to be a juggernaut, he's going to unlock Cody Walker, Elise is going to go back to the right and, you know sort of keep them honest on the right and Cody Walker's going to dominate the left and then we all just sat there waiting and waiting 64 minutes. They did score a point a minute after that, but the horse had bolted. Mm. You know what I mean? And Ken South Sydney, I, 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 I still believe still that the they're one of those body? sides. Yes, I do can believe they, they can. I, okay. I think they're light on in the middle. I think they've got to find a way not to engage with the big sides in the middle. I think they've got to find another way of not engaging. But I do believe that the points that they have in them, if they start and the trail and they, you know, learn to move the big guys around and don't engage so much and come up with a cheeky little game plan, I think South have enough 
they have enough points in them, certainly, to win the competition. Gordy, is that the problem with South Sydney, though, that they, that they know this Oh, as they well. got a popcorn and, and food it, pack. And, 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 but they know that they can still win the comp, even though, what, they sit in seventh today? Eighth today? Like, they still know that. They're not guaranteed to play finals by any stretch. They're eighth. Yet. They're eighth at the moment, so maybe yep. that's the problem. Well, maybe, they need, maybe, may, maybe they need the rocket to say, hang on a minute, we, we need, instead of thinking we can, let's go and do, let's go and show that we can, let's fix up these areas because it, well, the, the past, the, the start of the season, I think after 10, 11 games, they were flying, sitting top of the ladder, looked untouchable, it looked like everything was going South Sydney's way and they've just, they've just fell into a hole and they just can't seem to, to get themselves out of it at the minute, but it's, it's Tom time Burgess for to wake is- up. The big worry for Tom Bird is Tom Burgess is out for a minimum of three weeks. He's been uh, booked with a grade two careless high shackle. That happened in the 76 minute. Are so we going to cover all those high shots? We are going to talk about that yeah. a bit later, but he, he's gone for three weeks. If, he, if, he, if he's guilty at panel, it'll be four. So you would expect that he takes the early plea um, because we know that traditionally you're going down there and fighting it doesn't work. Hoops... Um, where do we put the Sharks then? You know, off that performance, we're talking about South Sydney. Can they win it? The Sharks looked a lot better with Trindle and, and Hines. They look a lot more complete at the moment. Where do we where do we gauge them at the moment? And I know that I'm not trying to minimise it, but their performance last night was every bit like we expected the Sharks to be all year. Oh, look, they're sitting fifth, but I still can't see them doing anything in the finals. Take nothing away from what they did last night, but you've only got to go back a week to what happened the Saturday previous against the Panthers. That's a true read on Cronulla. As much as they've struggled against uh, the top eight sides this year, they haven't beaten a top four team. They are in a different class to Penrith, Brisbane, and we'll put the Warriors and, and Melbourne in there at the moment. That's the top four. Cronulla aren't in that, in that league. So for me, take nothing away from what they did last night. Nico Hines returned to form. The pack was good. I was happy for young Tricky Trindle. I thought he showed his, um, his cards and played a, a delicate hand. Uh, last night had some nice touches. That'll give him plenty of confidence. Uh, I think he's an NRL player every day of the week. But can they yeah, do anything? he is, is Gordy. I, I really like him. But uh, can they do anything come September? I, I don't see it. Who, who's it the most in danger? And I'm going to go around the room here. You know, like the Storm hold that fourth spot. If there is it to anybody, and, and they hold it on 30 points. Now, you would expect that, obviously, they've, they've got a relatively tough run home as well. They've got Brisbane in their last few weeks as well. Is there any team that can, that can climb into the top four, do we believe? Can, you, you know, potentially the Rabbits, you know, look at that, but... The Raiders, to me, are the only team. You know, the Sharks have got a tough run home as well. They've got Newcastle in there. Well, it's a big clash next week because Storm play the Raiders. Yeah. So they play them down there at Amy Park, and that might decide the fourth spot. Next Sunday. Because then they got the Dragons. You think that the Storm will beat the Dragons, and then they got the Titans, and then you think that they could get them in Brisbane. Brisbane. Well, Brisbane will be in one of those positions where they might have the luxury to... To rest. To, you know, to rest the Carrigan and a Hass and a young Cobbo or whoever to make sure that they're right for the week after. It all depends. So, But, you know, week in, week out, like, I'm, I'm not going to predict who's going to make the eight because I don't know because who would have thought on the weekend's results that Cronulla would have won and the upsets that we've had already? 
Yeah, there's always twists and turns. Anybody that yeah. does a ladder predictor and you go, oh, that team will beat that team, yeah. that's a lock, that's a bank. You know, it, it, it spits it out. And then, you know, you, you you only need to wait a day before your predictor's yeah, gone. Night, so you throw, throw, yeah, you know, you throw it out. But, you know, you, you, we look to, to weeks ahead. I think it's round 25. There's some absolutely pivotal battles where the Knights take on the, the Bunnies in Newcastle and also yeah. the Cowboys playing the Sharks. Those are two games which are going to be massive. So I think in terms of the battle for the top four, unfortunately, what's going to put in the Raiders behind is that uh, that points differential. Like they're, they're in negative territory. To your point about the ladder predictor, you've only got to look at Dobbo's ladder predictor over the course of <laughs> yeah. the last couple of months. He's done more backflips than Tinger Blacklock when he used to be scoring tries for That's St. George Illawarra. That's not true. It Mate, is you true. Put the pen through. There's only 17 sides in the comp. You put the pen through 16 of them. And I scrubbed the Titans. I said they were a bust, and I was correct. I was found to be correct yep. there. Yeah, you scrubbed uh, Para, and then you, you scrubbed the Para, and then you backflip, and, and then, then you, you scrubbed scrub Brisbane. Again. Brisbane. <laughs> you didn't think that I never scrubbed Brisbane. I had a, Mate, at I the beginning a, of the year, I don't know. You I know. Back Brisbane to win the comp. Uh, Go and have a look. Uh, and the Cowboys, I think you wrote those guys off. Yep, and rightly so after what they tossed up yesterday. <laughs> Now he's off there. Oh, Mumbles is back. Anyway, you know what, with you blokes, um, we're covering today the Parramatta taking on the Dragons. That game, Dan Ganona, will be calling. The other game, which is important, and I, and I don't want to take anything away from the West Tigers, but the Raiders need to win that game against the West Tigers. That, well, they that need is to get crucial. Back and, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you just want the two points because the two points is the most valuable. But they, you know what I mean? That's yeah. what like, they need to put a couple of big scores on, I reckon. You know, just sort of getting the positive and, you know, give them a chance for and against that if they do end up, you know, and it could end up being in a home final. Yeah, it has a lot to do with it. Yes, Gemma? No, no, I was just going to say about the Raiders and, and putting a score on it. I, I don't think they have all season. I think the, the highest winning margin is, is something like 10 points. They, 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 when they win, they, they, they win close. They very, very Grind. rarely blow teams out. Well, we're going to unpack that and lots more. Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready and now. Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Can't stop what I got. Ready and now. Welcome back to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small businesses. If you're a small business owner who is looking for funds to support cash flow, let me introduce you to Prosper, P-R-O-S-P-A. Just go to prosper.com today and get on board. Gordon Tallis, James Hooper, James Graham, Ben Dobbin with you. The game we're covering this afternoon from Combank Stadium. Parramatta taking on the Dragons. The other game this afternoon, Raiders taking on the West Tigers. Well, yesterday afternoon, bathed in sunshine, 3 o'clock football in Townsville. It doesn't yep. get any better than what it was. And it didn't. Brisbane went up there as the one of the real premiership heavyweights. The day before, a few shockwaves. Reynolds out with a groin injury. Kobe Hetherington out and Jock Madden comes in. And look, to say they did it easy is not 100% correct, but they were convincing, 30 points to 14, and they had countless opportunities, Gordon. And they put their hand up. They are one of the, the sides to beat in this year's competition. Big clash has been since, I think, 2004. Cowboys, um, it used to be little brother versus big brother. Now it's two big brothers out in the backyard slogging it out. And it was a sellout crowd, um, a beautiful afternoon for rugby league. And just the way it started, how fast it started, it was epic. It, it, it was, mate, I was sitting on the couch just watching it. I loved it. I, mate, yeah. I loved every minute of it. Brisbane did leave a few tries out there. A few? 
Yeah. Four, I reckon, in the first half. Yeah. Four, no, but, they... but, but, you know, that comes with the Cowboys scramble and, you know, getting back and doing what they did. Like, then, mate, like a couple of those efforts, the Cowboys were, like, everywhere. And I think Drinkwater stopped someone right on half time. He sort of clung to him like a little bit of Valcrove. But, mate, it was just, to me, sitting there watching it as a rugby league fan, I walked away really impressed and I was... And I thought that there's a bit of a chink in the armour with the Cowboys' attack. I thought at times they lost their way. Um, and I thought Brisbane, without Adam Reynolds, proves that, you know, I wouldn't be mate, I wouldn't be throwing the farm at him to keep him. Because of Jock Madden and just the job well, he did. Just, just, well, just because of how good the side is at the moment. Like, they just needed time. Like, then I reckon next year, like, Adam Reynolds was trying to get after next year, isn't he? So he's yeah, he's, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, twenty-five. I, I would be waiting. I would be waiting until halfway through next year and see how his body is. Yeah, well. personally, because he's played a lot of footy. I work with Adam at South. He's a mate. Those little halfbacks, you know, don't think that they're not tough, mate. They, <laughs> mate, they're in a lot of collisions, and I just think it's dangerous to sign him. Well, you know, longer term than that. The issue Brisbane have and, and hoops. The, you, they what Reese Walsh is going to need an upgrade. Yes. Ezra Mam's going yep. to need uh, an upgrade as well. Payne Huss wants big money to stay. You've oh, got yeah, and but, so then, yeah, and so you know then you've got to go and find money outside that you probably didn't expect for Reynolds. Reynolds was only ever contracted yeah. at twenty four. So somebody well, somebody's going to lose out there. So like you just mentioned, that's your priority, right? That's the future of your club, right? So Adam Reynolds is a now signing. And it's worked. Like, then it was, hey, these young kids. Like, remember when we watched the Broncos? They had Tony Stags out there, they had Carrigan. They had all these young kids that had all this talent, but they just were sort of running around like chooks with no heads there for a while, and they just needed an experienced guy, show them, just get them a bit of game management, and now they've got it. Um, you know, you just watch how much they've improved. But yeah, I think, I think Adam Reynolds next year is spot on after that. Oh, I disagree. Yeah, just enjoy, Why? just Why? enjoy the now. You've just got to enjoy, enjoy, the, enjoy the now with Brisbane. Like, yeah. deal with that a little bit later yeah. on. Adam Reynolds is still contracted. Deal with yeah. that later down. Like for a guy of his age, you know, a, a month is a long time in football. So many twists and turns Absolutely. can happen. I think they've just got to focus on enjoying the now. They are primed for a premiership. Watching that game and how they performed yesterday, they're sensational. Yeah. I love what they stand for. I love their identity. They were desperate in defence. It was an intense game yesterday, Cowboys at home, full stadium, n- desperate for a victory, but I love yep. what the Broncos are all about, when you've got those big forwards, you've got your Haas, your Flegler, your Carrigan, that demands attention, you've got to start to tighten up your defensive line, because they all demand you know, a minimum two, three men in the tackle, but then they've just got this ability to, for those outside, but Ezra Mam is great at doing it, just sitting out the back of some shape and just going, give me the ball, because he can recognise they've got that pace out wide and they zing the ball to Staggs, zing the ball, ball to Har- Farmworth, and for a defensive-minded coach, like how do you set up against that? You've got, to, you've got to tighten up to stop the forwards, but then you've got to space out because if they get on the outside of you, you you're screwed. You're so gone, I, I, yeah. just, I just love what they're all about. From a fan's point of view, Jimmy, uh, it's now getting the stage with Brisbane and the Cowboys where you got to circle that game on the calendar, yes. especially if it's yeah. a day game. Especially if it's a day game, right? Because if you get flat and fast conditions, it's like the old boxing analogy about Styles making fights. It's Ali and Foreman. It's Ali and Frazier. It's Gaddy and Ward. It is so good. Like They had that many shots at each other. And the Cowboys weren't that 
bad no, yesterday. They, they, they played good. well. They, they beat the, most the, teams the yesterday. The Broncos were just at so another good. level, and it was outstanding to watch Dobbo. And they didn't yeah. have the like what they what Adam Reynolds has, has been great for them is um, is his kicking game and his game management, and they didn't need to rely too much on that. Yeah. And it, even I'm thinking about him coming in and like some of those positions he's going to put um, his team in. But we've got Jordan Ricky was replacement player yesterday. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he'll be back. He'll be back mate, this week. He trains fully with them, and like for him to come back. Oh, and the thing I liked about it is what they've done. Like he's their edge forward, but they played Carrigan for a majority for the majority last week. They played him on the edge the whole game. They, they he started at thirteen is in the middle. Pia went Kura, to the edge. They played on the right. Pierre yeah. was unbelievable yeah, yesterday as well. Matt, yeah, that, that, yeah this, like, this, this is what they've got. Depth. Yeah. They've got they've got depth now, Gordy. But Jordan Ricky for me, I, I've watched him in a couple of games this season, and obviously devastating with the football. But do you, you just watch his kick chase, and yeah. and those all are those, those one you know all those one percenters that he does, you know, yeah. leads that kick chase, limits the impact of the opposition fullback. So you know, with Brisbane, with this combination of those effort areas and the effort players like him, great kicking game right, like Reynolds can turn up in defensive assignments and come up with try saves. Plus, their you know. Attack, which has got so many different points to it, they're looking the real deal. Yeah, they certainly are. And look, Adam Reynolds is—he's an integral part of that side when he gets back in there. Jock Madden did a great job, and and they have got depth. They do lose Flegler and they lose Farnworth, and we'll talk to Kevin Walters at the end of the year. Farnworth's a huge loss, so is Flegler, but. They've unearthed this Xavier Willison, who they've been doing a lot of work with. And he's come, the last four weeks I've watched him, he's a wrecking ball. He's he's Nelson of Solomona-like size. He, yeah. He's only a pup. Yeah. And, Gordon, you, you just think, you know what? The, the Brisbane and Kevy's done a good job. There's he's done depth. a great job, There's man. He's, he's, he's done a fantastic job. Like, watch it. Like, people don't give him credit, right? And then... Like, I'm a mate of his, but you watch the style of football, right? So I don't even talk about it. You watch the style of football they play. Mm. They just broke them down on all these little – and they go, oh, geez, that's good footy. Well, where does that come from? So you the lose coach. your heart back and everyone go, oh, geez, that Adam Reynolds steered them around. Well, you don't have Adam Reynolds. You have Billy Walters and you have yeah. <laughs> Jock Madden, right? And you have Reese Walsh that's, what, 40 games into his career, 50 games into his career, and Ezra Mam that's 20-something. You know, And you, they broke them down. They broke down a premiership-winning number seven. You know, they broke down a real experienced spine, Origin players, and just did it with ease. You know, like they got Deedon, uh, Origin player, the yeah, Cowboys hookers, Origin player, and it was Reece a great Robson. battle. But I just thought that watching the way Brisbane broke them down with their plays, I think that they're well coached as well. I, I will say this, and, and we'll leave Brisbane here in a minute, but there was a lot of pressure on Kevin Walters around the selection of Billy Walters at number nine at the beginning of last year. And the noise outside of Brisbane at the beginning of the year as well, that they had Corey Pakes and Blake Moser and, and, and Smoothie all there. And, you know, and not because he was his son. I, I spoke to Kevin many times about this. He just was like, mate, he's our best number nine at the club. And Billy hasn't always got it right by his own emissions. You know, he, he said he's got to try and work on his kicking game and those one percenters. But he had a really off game a couple of weeks ago. And then the last two weeks has been outstanding. Yesterday... Billy Walters was one of the best on, on the field. He, he absolutely opened him up. And Kevin saw that, and not because he was his son. He said, put aside that. 
He's the best number nine at the club. And he stuck when there was outside noise and other coaches saying, mate, we need to make the change. Look, he absolutely backed him. And I think Yesterday that's when it. I was sitting on the couch, I dared to dream because I watched Cleary and Cleary. I watched Lang and Lang like, like um, I watched Marty Lang and Johnny Lang like the father and sons with the yeah. trophy. It's a great and I'm story. just sitting there just going, what a story that would be. <laughs> yeah. For, oh, one, for one mate and for two... Watching Kevy, you know, he was a single dad there for a while and his kids had come in and Billy was a three-year-old kid and, you know, he'd come in and the Broncos team was like a creche and to watch that kid play, you take away his last name, he's doing a good job. Real good job. Mate, he's, mate, he's, in, the, he's in the top ten hookers in the game, without a doubt. It's a bit of a blessing in, dis- in disguise that they, they didn't land Ben Hunt, I think, with, yeah. with the way he's playing. He's... Uh, I think ever since then, his his form has, has really turned around, and um, you know sometimes you look back at the season and think, may what 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 may have been. Uh, look, Ben Hunt is a, a terrific player, but I think you know it, it builds into that story, Gordy, with what the Brisbane Broncos are doing, and and, I, and have, having that story, that father son connection. Uh, I think it's it's worked out well uh, for the for the Brisbane Broncos. And just saying, Brian Smith told me. And he's a great judge of footy play. He said Kevy Walters would have been the best hooker out of his brother. Well, he's got two brothers. He's got a twin in Kerry. <laughs> what about Boxhead and, and Kerry? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, both of them were outstanding. But then both of them played for Australia. <laughs> so you think played. Billy can ring up and say, hey, Uncle Steve, because <laughs> Uncle Steve played a certain way. Hey, Uncle Kerry, because he played a different way. So he's got like yes. these two hookers that had played well, at the funny. top level. Bill was, a five eight. Bill was a 5'8 as That's well. Right. So he's changed so, from 5'8 to 9. So to mate, nine. to do that and then to ring up and he played at Melbourne. So you think he could ring up a Cameron Smith and go get a mate? And yeah. Mate, can you watch my game and how am I going? But I think he's, mate, I'm starting to believe that Brisbane are the team that can push Penrith. Penrith, and, Penrith are out now. They're the best team in the competition, Penrith. They showed yesterday, Gordon, they showed yesterday that that they are every day of the week because to do what they did without Adam Reynolds, the Cowboys in North Queensland, in Townsville, where they're sitting in terms of the ladder at the moment, North Queensland, the fact that they had to win. So when Reynolds is out, automatically, I think a lot of people said, okay, well, that's advantage Cowboys for sure. Every day of the week. Every day of the week, Jimmy. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Every yeah, day of the week. Home I mean, I crowd, saw, yeah. You know, and they needed like, to win the, the, to, to, to stay in touch like they're nice. The, Cowboy, the, the Cowboys, Cowboys beat most teams yesterday. Yeah. With the way that they played. I yeah. think with, with the atmosphere, the energy around the stadium, I think they beat most teams. They yesterday. also they also yeah. missed forty seven tackles yesterday as well, Gemma. So let's not Let's not say wax lyrical. Oh. Forty-seven tackles is a lot of tackles. Yeah, mate, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, but that's because like, the Broncos. That's the Broncos. The style of footy the Broncos yeah. played in those I, conditions I, that I made it that. hard. Yeah, I, I, and Brisbane left some tries out there. Anyway, we're going to talk to Kevin Walters a little oh, so later. You're back on the bandwagon, eh? So I'm what instrument member, are you playing I'm a this week? Member of the Broncos, don't you know that? <laughs> what instrument are you playing this week? He's I'm playing, playing the, the tambourine. <laughs> Triple M footy lives on Lister. Ready enough. Triple M Sunday Sidbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Can't stop what I got. Ready enough. Welcome back to Triple M Sunday Sidbin. All thanks to Prosper. James Hooper, James Graham, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you. The game we're covering this afternoon. Parramatta taking on the Dragons. Kickoff 2 o'clock. Dan Ganame will be your caller. Uh, just some breaking news, guys. Uh, off the back of 45,000 yesterday in Perth, the NRL have just announced that the State of Origin will host uh, game in the year of 2025 and 2028 a State of Origin game in Perth. So Perth have won the rights, I think, to Game 1 of State of Origin 
in 2025 and 2028. Next year we'll be in Melbourne, so uh, th- there is a, a real fan base in Perth. There's no two ways about no it. No doubt. And, and the NRL, rightly so, along with um, the Western Australian Government, have secured that. So that has just been announced literally a couple of minutes ago, which is a fantastic, fantastic origin that we know where we're going in 25. What um, do we think of that, Hoops? I'm a bit Taking of a traditionalist. I'm a bit of a traditionalist, Gordy. I like so I two games origin. in Queensland and two games in New South Wales. Oh, I love it in New South Wales and Queensland. I think that's the heartland of rugby league, um, yep. and I think it's only fair that you know one state gets two games one year and the other state gets two games the next year. I understand why the NRL does it because they make significantly good dough out of it. Yep. But and I, do you I'm think that we're making inroads now because you know we go to Perth and we can take a double header and there's fifty thousand. You know, and we can't... The game can't get bigger in Queensland. The game can't get bigger. The game it's can't the old, get bigger you know, in it's a great, it's a, it's a great point, Gordy. John Quayle, arguably rugby league's greatest ever administrator, he and, and Ken Arthurson, uh, he used to say, if you build a fence around it, you'll never get out of your own backyard. So with that in mind, mm. I, I think that... Oh, I can oh, understand. Backflip, I can you're understand backflip. why they. Hey, oh, hey. hey, no, I'm not like you, Greg Laganus. Okay, I won't <laughs> hold pirouette. On, hold on. I won't pirouette hey, listen, and triple pie. The Mossman Mauler goes for <laughs> Queensland. I'm a Queenslander now. Uh, no, you're not. Hey, excuse me. Excuse no, you're me. Not. What? No, you're not. Listen here. I don't. No, you're I, not. I take offence to the Mossman Mauler. Right. I never maul anybody <laughs> at all. I've seen you maul a few cakes in your time <laughs> oh, anyway. hey, and a few nuggets. You just, hey, I uh, let them down hey, from Macca's when he sends them in. Listen, speaking of, speaking of mauling, right, so just for the listeners, he's just sent through Ben Dobbin some data of where mm. he's run over the course of the last few days. Normally when you wear a heart rate monitor, Dobbo, mm. it's in the purple or the red or the orange. Yours, is, it's a lot of blue. And, and green, which says slow. No, that's not. No, that, yep. What's that? Yeah. Of course. Excuse me. I tell you what. Geez, that Emity's fit. She does a bit of running <laughs> through the weekend. And, mate, just had a couple of kicks. She's out there. So she's, what, done 21K this weekend? Oh, well, that's good for her. I mean, I've done a lot more than that. And yeah. we're not about that. I'm just getting fit. No, well, mate, I just saw that. Mate, I just saw, like, the couples app, and you send them Emity's. No, like it, data. That, my data. It's not Amity's data, okay? It's not my data. <laughs> I just data. saw it, mate. I saw it. So, like, what you did was you just changed it up and, mate. Yeah, whatever. Mate, and we know what you're right doing, up, right? right? You can't okay. claim it, right? Okay. There's conflict once again out of Penrith. This time, Jerome Luai and uh, Michael Karianis have had an all-out scrap. Now, this is Michael Karianis' version of what has gone on. This is on the Daily Telegraph podcast. Have a listen. Post-Origin game two in Brisbane, I ran into him at the airport and I said to Jerome, I said, Jerome, after his social media post, and he's a guy that I've got along with, okay, I've defended a couple of times and I said, Jerome, you're not a D-head, right? Why do you act like one, right? When you, you post that, that stuff. Just the two of you, one on one. Just us two of us, we're just right. there uh, in the airport. And well, he took great offence. Did he? To it. Well, so he should. You don't call him a dickhead. I wasn't calling him one. So then we agree. Oh, I, I tee up an interview with him last week, the week before. Two weeks ago, yep. Through the club and I get out to Penrith and he goes, nah, I'm not doing it with that guy. Did he say that guy? No, he called me a gronk. <laughs> <laughs> a gronk. 
So, a, a Gronk, I mean, I don't well, know. I don't blame him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what it is is you can't be calling people D-heads. It's, a strange, it's a strange place to go and approach Strom Luai. Well, like, no, no, so what Luai has done, what they were was, I think they're at the airport, and I think New South Wales jumped on a plane, and Michael's a really good, like, that's nowhere yeah. in his DNA. He walked up and said, hey, mate, you're not that guy. You know why? And then Jerome's just, you know, he's on his high horse. Well, he's gone back. He's, he's now now that story's come out, and and Michael has told that story with Buzz. I don't know where they thought it was going to go, but it's gone viral. So Jerome shot back, and he's put a post up on Instagram with, with a photo of him calling him Gronk across the and forehead, Gronk is and like a photo of a rat, and a photo of a rat. And Ooh. so I don't know, I don't know well, what he's actually getting at. There. Two things, right? With those, you do know what he's getting at, Bob. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I have no Mate, idea what he's getting. He's at. Told I don't everybody to shut up and go to work and all that kind of stuff. So Jerome puts himself out there, right? Yeah, of course. He's got the long hair. He does all the signs. He's there. He, he walks down the middle of every street, capital cities with the music blaring and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So you only do that to be seen, to be noticed. So you want to put yourself out there, right? When you put yourself out there, people are going to comment because that's what you want. You want yeah. them to look at you. You want them to have an opinion of you. Well... Let's say 90% go, well, that guy's cool. Look at him. He's out there. Like, he's confident. And 10% are going to say, I think you're a dickhead. Right? But if you want the 90% to pat you on the back, you've got to be prepared for the 10% to think that you're a dickhead. Yeah, that's so fair. I know when I'm playing footy, right, that even some of your own fans think that you're a dickhead. Right? Like, I'm old enough now to realise that, you know, you're not everybody's cup of tea. And the day he grows up and all the players for that, because... It's a harsh lesson because you go through and you want everybody to pat you on the back. And Wayne Bennett taught us this when we were in the dressing room. He goes, hey, if you want to read the good shit in the paper, you read the bad shit about yourself as well. Mate, you take both. Don't go living in your own scrapbook. And it was a real valuable lesson. And I think with Jerome now, with where he's at in his career and criticism, it comes with it. It comes with the territory of being a sportsman. And I think he's just got to take it a little bit. And I think... Carianus was probably just saying, hey, mate, it's not you. I, like this whole facade that you're putting up, the Anthony Mundine type of look at me, I'm the man, I'm this cool guy. Well, is it because you're insecure? That's great advice, Gordon, and you've been there yourself mm-hmm. as a player and someone who's at the uh, at times, you know, wear the brunt of being um, public enemy number one, certainly in, in New South Wales, you know, as a player um, when you were representing Queensland, I can recall that, you know, you had you had some hard yep. days, but you always fronted up and you're always you respectful, right? Now, I'll defend Mick Carianis here. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a Jerome Luai fan. I don't know him, but I, I don't like... Um, I didn't like the way he stood over Selwyn Cobbo um, in origin going back a couple of years when he got knocked out. Uh, I think he got dropped out of origin this year for a reason. I didn't like the way that he stood there on his own while all his other teammates have got their arms around them um, during the anthem. I'm a fan of Brian Toto. I love what Bizza brings uh, to the Panthers and the game. I'm a fan of Nathan Cleary. I'm a fan of Liam Martin. Um, I'm not a fan of Jerome Luai. I just bear. I, he, he rubs people up the I wrong think, way. Th- and if he can't wear Jimmy, right, that he that he's playing that villain role. He yeah. seems to have really embraced it. And this blow yeah. up with Mick Carianis, who's a good fella, just underlines that he has now taken it to the next level. Yeah. If you're going to buy the ticket, you got to take the ride. Yeah, yeah. And and it's J- Jerome knows what he's doing. It's part of his identity. It's part of the. Uh, it's part of who he is. And even you know the social media post is 
a part of that. Like, I'm going to respond in this particular manner. But for, for me, I think it's a dangerous game whenever you go after media types as a player because, uh, you know, I've had some... Uh, plenty of things written about me um, throughout my career. I've only I've only ever responded once. I've only yep. ever responded once, and I felt like what that did was, you do? Uh, I wrote an open letter to Peter Fitzsimons. Yeah, yeah. But okay, but, that was, but, but, again, yeah. but again, but again, but again, that that was once, and it distracted me enough. Mm. Yeah. And it distracted me enough. So what I don't like, Dobbo, Dobbo. The point the point I'm trying to get at is is that it's a dangerous distraction to get into and it's a dangerous sidetrack because the media are going to write stuff. They're going to write and they're going to not like you. They're going to love you. They're going to seduce you and betray you. That's part of the dance. That's part of the dance with the media and you cannot get sidetracked. Penrith are going along and they very much are on their way to a 3 P. I I think Penrith, you could argue, make a great point to say they can only beat themselves. And that part of that beating themselves could come away from the field with a star player like Jerome Luai being sidetracked and being more interested in playing, having fights with people and, in the media. And we've all had them and we're going to have them, right? And I don't have a problem that he's sticking up and having his say because they've all got their own platform these days. I don't have a problem with that. But Michael Carianis has asked him on a few occasions. No, that's hey, my mate, drama. That's my drama. Hey, mate, yeah, hey, mate can we it. have a chat without the, mate, without the mic, not like off the record? Gordy, he and drove he out there. No. Michael Carianis drove out to Penrith off the back of Penrith saying that, that he would be available for an interview. When he didn't, he never turned up. Jerome Lewis said he, he re- refused him. and refused to take but the phone call. Then on the sideline too, you know, like two hours before where they come and he, and he just said, hey, mate, can we nah, just have bro. a chat? That's all he said, no, bro. And I would have much preferred Jerome say, listen, mate, you're in the sin bin. I didn't like what you said. I took offence to it. Let's just get on with life. We're not going to talk, but we're. But, but he Michael Carianis, what he said wasn't that bad. That's not. No, but you. that's what I'm saying. So, so it's a bit of Anthony Mundine. So, Anthony Mundine's one of my greatest mates, and he's not who you re- read about. He's not who you see in the paper to me. He's one of the most caring people that I've ever met. My sister was dying in hospital. Yeah, I realise right? that. He's the only football player that I've ever played with that would fly from Sydney to go see her. So that's the Anthony Mundine I know. But the people that want to read about him, so they're not. A couple of times, hey, Chuck, that's not you. But, I, you know what I mean? But that's the it, way he wanted to be perceived. But he took it all. Interesting one about Jerome Anthony wants Mon- to paint, him, paint himself, and then James Hooper summed it up. If you want to play the villain, if you want to play the villain and it's a game, and you just got to take it. But if, you want to play the villain, about- if you want to play the good guy, become Jakey Travojevic and put your thumbs up. <laughs> hey, Gordy, uh, interesting one about Anthony Mundine. Uh, he is on the buy round this evening as well for any listeners that uh, want to get a bit, bit more in depth they, on there. Uh, outstanding, Jimmy. Jimmy, you and Chica, seriously, stop it. Jimmy, I want to know why. It'll be, oops, you've it'll been on be the one of the best listening uh, podcasts of the year because he's, he a, fan, he's he a very fan, intriguing fantastic. guy. Fantastic gentleman. Mate, the only reason Dobbo doesn't like you bringing up the buy round is because you've brushed him. He's never but, even looked well, like getting a start. Hang on, hang on. That's hoops, the only reason. Hoops, <laughs> you need someone with a profile. You need someone with talent <laughs> that people want to listen to. Right? That's simple as that. Podcasts are for, like, podcasts. you know, the, Sorry? I, I don't go on, I don't go on, I don't sorry. go on second-rate podcasts. I only we, go we, on number oh. one writing podcasts. <laughs> We're going to take a break. I call BS up next. Triple M footy lives on Lesser. Ready or not. Triple M Sunday Sidmin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Can't stop what I got. Ready or not. 
Welcome back to Sunday Sinbin on Triple M. All thanks to Prosper, Australia's number one online lender for small businesses. James Graham, James Hooper, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you. And the game we're covering this afternoon from Combank Stadium. Danganane will be your caller. Parramatta taking on the Dragons. It is now time for this. From the makers of The Earth is Flat and I'm Only Having One Beer comes... I call BS. Like their boots, Ariat Rebar Work Jeans won't let you down on the tough jobs. Check out the range of Rebar Work Jeans at ariat.com.au. So much to like about Ariat and uh, big supporters of the Sunday Sinbin. I know uh, we all wear Ariat boots throughout the course of the year. Attire, fantastic work. Good on Terry Donahue. He's in Mount Isa at the moment. Mount Isa Radio next weekend. He was up there for the Mount Isa. I thought it was on this weekend. Mount Isa Radio next weekend. Um, so Star same Sponsor. time as the Echo, but um, biggest biggest radio in Australia. Uh, they had the Mount Isa Radio. Is Troy ball. Dunn still on the back of a bull? No, but he's a great great he North Queensland. He was a world champion. Ch- world champion. Jumped on. Chainsaw, jigsaw, jigsaw. Chainsaw. Yeah, maybe one of them. Chainsaw, chainsaw, chainsaw didn't make it. He, it was chainsaw was before he saw. Anyway, let's get into our <laughs> BS. And boys, I, I want to bring you both into this, James and James. I received a text message on Thursday, which was quite concerning. Uh, Pierre, who is a waiter at Jonas, um, where Gordon was staying with his. Uh, now this is true. On, 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 this You've is true. This no, this is not. This is a hundred percent legit. On Sunday, on Sunday, he ordered a soffle. Right, a sopple. He said, "Could I please have a sopple?" And Pierre had to say, "That is a souffle." Now I'm just telling this now. I'm telling you this now. 100. This is what we're dealing with. Oh, which kid here? Oh, Butler from the Housing Commission. Can I please have a sopple? Well, and this is dead set, and it was a souffle. And I'm unaccustomed to ordering is dessert, Dobbo. Right. Is, so looking at you, right? No, no, no. I, I know just, you know the dessert menu true back or the not front. True. Is I just that sort of true? looked at it and I thought, oh well, south and a, a sopple. Sopple, you said. Sopple. I said, it's a I said, What's that? Yeah. And, then, and then, and then, my wife was horrified. I said, "Listen, I'm from Townsville. I'm not no French you, boy." I said, Thank "Bonjour, comment de vous? Qu'est-ce que c'est? Can I have the oh, souffle, Thank my you. friend?" Thank you, Pierre. For what, your is text hey, Dom, hey, what, what is a souffle? What is a souffle? I might have geared up and said that the souffle tastes so good. I wouldn't even have a clue. It's a bit no. of pastry with a, something in it. No, it's like this beautiful little fluff sort of custody. Dessert. Soffle, it's called And they now. broke it open. They put a bit of um, passion fruit in there. Thank you, Pierre, for <laughs> your text message on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the mate, do you know what? Soffle. We should change the name of that in <laughs> no, Australia. No, we shouldn't. It's mate, a well, well, mate, I'm just talking to the North Queensland. It's called the Soffle up there. <laughs> It's close to the waffle, yeah, right? but it comes in a little glass. <laughs> okay, the waffle the is soft and it's a soffle. The soffle so house. <laughs> get yourself get down to the soffle house. Oh, my God. How good would that be? Uh, James Hooper, your BS, my friend. Uh, well... Dom, I'm going to I'm going to ask you a question, right? So you mentioned off the top Terry Donahue, very good person, one of the sponsors, long-term sponsors of the program, very loyal. Uh, Ariat is his brand; they sponsor this segment. Now you got us all sets of Ariat boots recently. Yes, mine that's arrived. Jimmy's arrived. Yeah, where's the raging bulls? They're up here, mate. As I said to no, you, not. Now, yes, they are. You now listen. Don't you bring? Don't start this. <laughs> You have, have you got an open standing order. You've got an open standing no, order, no, Harriet. Open you standing. That. No. no, an open well, standing order. No. Mate, What's that mean? 
Listen, you two. So dress us for I, this segment. I, I right? just want you to know this. So now I had to put on my best Nike stuff, right, because all the boys, I went into the office and I said, Charlie, are they our boots? He goes, no, nope, they're Jimmy's and James's. I went, oh, okay then. He goes, yours must be up in the Queensland office. So I came in here and there's none. Is that true? What's the story here, Dobbo? What, what, well, the, the real story? The real story. How'd you leave the raging bull out? Did or did you not? Were you None. asked? Oh, don't see. I'm not even going. Yeah. <laughs> I he sent you the size. Out. He knows exactly what happened. I he sent knows you the exactly size. What What's your size? 30. <laughs> Go away. You know what? <laughs> you were I'm asked so the other 30. day. Don't stop. You were about to start laughing. I asked you the other day, do you need boots? You said, no, no. I've got heaps of them at the moment. When How I need some you? more, oh, when I need please. some more, I'll get them. I said, well, all right. Well, we've got to look like a team. So oh, we're going to be grand final day. We're all going to be sitting in there and we, I'll just have the double pluggers on then. I'm going to text Peter Inman <laughs> right this moment. I'm texting Peter Inman right this moment as we speak to make sure that you get some oh. boots and hopefully they shove them in your letterbox. You know, I'm over. Ginger rings up. He only lasts six weeks and he's wanting more. That's Ginger. I asked you, I mean, he just wants it all for free. Hoops, Hoops is like, I've given Hoops merch. He's got hats, he's got hoodies, he's got everything. That's he's what got happens boots, with sponsors. Right? Don't pretend it's you. Hey, I'm the ambassador, it's I'm, their representative. Of I'm their representative to this to this team. Well, they need a new representative. No, they don't. They're very happy. In fact, Terry Donahue, I can't thank you enough for everything you do for, for our brand and for the Ariat brand. You the are day a I true, you are at a the true ambassador. Thank the day you. I met those thank guys you, at the... Uh, Mate, at the regatta, they love me. Who's, they love me. Who? Mate, they, mate, like, they knew that their clothes would have fit Harriet. me a hell of a lot better, yeah. Well, wh- mate, they like me. Why are you getting around in this sort of homey, bomber-looking sort of stuff where you, you, you could be on the streets of George Street, you know? Well, my good friends at Nike. You need a hat turned backwards and next thing you know they'd be arresting Nike, you. Nike um, just sent me a package for my 50th. Well, there you go. So what are you whinging about? Shut up. Move on. You see, hoops, you've yeah, stirred up. B- I've got another BS oh, no, for you, really. Dobbo. I've got another BS for you, right? <laughs> I'll tell you what yeah. I didn't like Friday night. I was watching that game, Gold Coast and the Warriors, and oh. Murata Niyakore and, and Fafita got in a little push and shove. Yes. And then it was, Gordy, honestly, like, how you get sin-binned for a little cat slap like that, it, it, it's sad. It, it, well, it's... the ridiculous thing about that is, Hoops, is, you know, we want consistency. It, it's incredibly difficult to get it throughout the course of a season with different referees and different consequences for games. And, and then you think, oh, well, you want it week to week, but then you've got different referees on each game. And they think, oh, well, you want it in the 80 minutes, but, you know, the Gold Coast were dudded because an offside um, was given against them in, in Golden Point or whatever it was for charging down a, a field goal. Is that consistent? No. But what you'd like to see in the same incident, at least consistency, in the game, be applied. Yeah. In the one instance there where Neil Corey and David Fafita did exactly the same to one another and only one gets simbined. It was insane. Spot on, dude. Yeah. Um, Gordon, have you got an call BS? No. I've yeah, got yeah. one, Dobbo. Mate, Help. just when Pierre tries to... <laughs> <clears throat> Give me the soffle next time. <laughs> I'm going to throw it back at him. Okay, Gemma. <laughs> Thank you to the people that reach out to me. The will turn into a waffle. To the people that reach out to me throughout the course of the week, continue to send your messages to me because Who? people people reach out to me. I've got connections everywhere. Over to you, Gemma. Reach out. Over to you. Hold on. Who reaches out to you? A lot of people what do. What sort of woke? It's called WhatsApp, not woke app. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Anyway, what are you I'm, doing? Anyway, Jammer, over to you, please. Over to you. <laughs> Jump on the ABC. 
<laughs> Look, I'll, I'll send you that link. I'll send you that link to Are You OK? All right, that Clint Newton sent me. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Dobbo, <laughs> Look, I, I'd love to, to stop my uh, I Call BS with, you know, maybe something about our uh, um, our coughing host um, or our hoarding or hoarding host who hoards all the, the gear from Ariat that you know won't divvy yep. it up amongst the. Amongst Thanks, the other, amongst the other players in this, but look, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for something on the football field that's egged me a little bit. Last week's toughest player, um, Cameron uh, McInnes, uh, was sensational, uh, and this week he was sensational as well, amounting 43 tackles, uh, 18 runs, which is the joint most. He was involved in everything. Really quick play the ball speed as well. Cameron brings so much with the ball. He's not just a defensive-minded player. Um, there was an incident. That really pissed me off. <laughs> so you've got a player like him. Cronulla kick off to South Sydney after they're coming back. Tom Bear just runs straight over the top of Cam. Right. What are the middle forwards letting Cam McInnes stand in that position to take Tom Burgess on? You have Braden Hamlin-Uelli and Toby Rudolph on at the same time. Ooh. You're kicking off to Tom Burgess. The first person in to get that action... In that middle, so if you imagine kicking down, you've got your left-hand side, they're all set. You go wing, centre, half, edge back row, right? Then it's a middle forward, middle forward, middle forward, middle forward. You've got to get that order right. You've got to go and tell Cameron McInnes, you're not going for the first bit of action. That's on Hamlin Welle, and that's on Toby Rudolph to go and get that action on a guy like Tom Burgess. Credit to Cam McInnes. He won't want to be, he won't want to move. And I used to have these conversations with him when we were at the Dragons, mate. That's not you. You need to shift. Obviously, they've got Braley in there as well. But, mate, that, that is just like, you, you, can't, you, you can't let him be taken on Tom Burgess. Cam, Cam McInnes should, should, shouldn't be in that position. It's on, it's on the front rowers or the staff to say, you guys take control of that. That's your tackle to be having. And then, and then when you do that, that's the teammate you want. So he's going to jump there until yeah. someone pulls yeah. him out of the road. Exactly. He's going to go do it. So I remember yeah, exactly. like Andrew G, Shane Webby, it's my hit up because they know that they can take a hit up off our try line better than the smaller guys, right? Yeah. That's what they want. The big boys there, they should say, get out of the road, you go next. Get those, out of the road, those tackles, you go next. Those tackles are the most difficult ones to tackle, like off a kickoff. Off a kick. you've, got to put, you've got to put yourself there. You can't be expecting Cam McInnes to be there taking on Tom Burgess. Credit to him. He stood right in front of Tom and went, bring your best. And it's, and maybe, such, it's so good watching that, right? So, that, yeah. so, so when they tell you to get out of the road, it was like two big walruses hitting each other. So sometimes they just come together. Oh, it'd be like, yeah, Dobbo. You know, don't no, not the walrus. <laughs> Not the war. Not everything's about you, Dobbo. It's about blokes you know, athletic, <laughs> Whatever, big, strong running. Boys, let's unpack um, what is a really good story and one that's developing more and more as the weeks go on, and that's the Newcastle Knights. Yesterday in Perth, 30 points to 28 winners over the Dolphins, and that's five in a row, and they're now off the back of, uh, uh, you know, other teams not going anywhere near where they should have, and, and, and because they had a dead set draw earlier on in the year, are now secured into the eight. Hoops, I don't think anybody saw it six, seven weeks ago, um, but they are primed for a final spot now off the back of the draw and some really good football over the last month and a half. 
Yeah, as you touched on off the top there, Dobbo, it's a great story, the Newcastle Knights, because it was only seven, eight weeks ago that you had power brokers at the club bringing up Des Hasler before he signed with the Gold Coast. They've had meetings with Mary McGregor. Uh, they've had meetings with other coaches. And... Everybody thought that it was essentially going to be a fait accompli. Adam O'Brien would probably be moved on at the end of the year. But in a credit to good coaching, he's been able to galvanise the group. I think from a football point of view, Jimmy, the most important thing he did was moving Carlin Ponga back to fullback. I think it was smart recruitment getting Jackson Hastings to the club. I feel as though he's been able to take better control and, and steer Newcastle around um, in a superior fashion to what they have been previously over the course of the last 18 months. Uh, and they've won, they're winning games yeah. and they got themselves yeah. in the eight. Yeah, cre- credit to them because, um, you know, Gordy reminded me uh, of something uh, two, two weeks ago with the Knights. And I think just like everybody, um, we echoed the thoughts of um, storm skipper Christian Welsh. <laughs> you know, like we were, we were all thinking it, and I think you know you can understand why um, Newcastle were going and speaking to other coaches because I think uh, the writing was on the wall to say um, Newcastle are not going to play finals this season. They've got a, a really good roster on paper, but they've not delivered. And what's this, what does everybody do in that situation? Well, you, you get rid of the coach and you bring somebody else in, but that, that writing has been scrubbed off because the way that they've responded to that, Bradman Best, he's come back from Origin. He's he's the he's had the perfect return from Origin. We we speak often about the the Origin hangover. Well, he's mm. just gone from strength to strength. Yep. Um, Hastings pulling the strings. Caelan Ponga just everything he touches turns to gold. Yesterday uh, was a much needed victory. Obviously, a danger game against a team like the Dolphins, and that is that that can happen this stage in the season. But they got away with the two points. The the Fitzgibbon uh, Simbining. Uh, they'll need they'll need to look at that and address that to concede three tries in those ten minutes. Yeah, there's some good tries and moments of play from uh, Jermaine Asarco, but 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 that's that's going to be part. That's going to happen to you, and you, and you need to be better than letting in three tries. That's 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 heavy. But credit to the Knights there. They're firing and like they're they're genuine. I think they're going to be there come come September. I really do. So, so what do they got? Dogs, South Sharks, St. and then George. the Dragons. Yeah. Mm. Will well, they make all... up the numbers, or you reckon they're? Ah, a... uh, f- no. I think they're. Yeah. If you're finishing the bottom of the eight, Gordy, as, <clears throat> as we touched on earlier, history shows very difficult to win from yeah. positions fifth. To eighth, we have seen sides go on runs at times, but I think if you actually want to win the competition, uh, 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 it's too premature to call them uh, a premiership force at this point. But take nothing away from what the coach has yeah. been able to achieve and the playing group. They all deserve a, a big rap the way they've galvanised, they've come together, um, they're clearly playing for each other, they're clearly playing for their coach, uh, and it's a it's a good story. It really is a good story. I, Hoops, you're closer to this than anybody, but where where is Adam O'Brien now from a safety perspective with the Knights? He, he, despite the fact that is it if he gets to the 80 safe, I, I, I know this sounds ridiculous, but the way that they operate at the moment um, is in a in, is shrouded with you know secrecy and that, rightly so, but. Have they got faith now in Adam O'Brien? Oh, I think he's done a fantastic job. I think moving Ponga back, the injuries, everything. You know, you talk about just Jackson Hastings. I mean, even Tyson Gamble, you talk about some, And you've got to look at footballs and say, 
are blokes playing better than when they got there? And there is a lot of players at the moment that are playing the best football in the last 12 to 18 months right this moment at Newcastle. So something is working there. Now, Adam O'Brien, we all like him, and he's a really good coach. But that doesn't necessarily guarantee you a spot there. Now, Justin Holbrook, he's joined the Roosters. We understand that. He's going to be an assistant coach at the Roosters. So that takes that off. There is still Mary McGregor there, no question about it. There are some unproven coaches as well that are putting their hands up. Hoops, where is he safe, in your opinion? Absolutely, he's safe. He's done enough now off the back of the five wins. The fact that they're on course to play in September. They didn't get there last year. They finished 14th. Their for and against was horrible. This year, uh, they've been able to get some results over the closing stages of the season. So I think the fact that they have spoken to Mary McGregor, they've spoken to Michael Maguire, they've made the phone call to Des Hasler, I think all of that's been pushed to one side. Adam O'Brien is signed for next year anyway, Dobbo. Okay, yep. so he will he will most Regardless, definitely yep. yeah, he's signed anyway, right? So they would have had to tap him on the shoulder and move him on. I think the way that the side has responded over the course of the last couple of months, it has dictated to the management that Adam O'Brien has earned the right to see out the final year of his contract. Beyond that, I'm not sure. I know his agent yeah. will be pushing for an extension already, right? I actually think that that is a little bit premature at this point. Let him get to the finals, see what they can do get through the off-season, and then go from there. Yeah, well, absolutely. Because he's made the finals a couple of times, hasn't he? Yeah. He yeah. has. He's two out of three, Gordy. So they, they finished seventh in his first season, seventh in his second season. He yeah. had Junior Pierce as his halfback then. Then Junior yeah. made the decision to move on over the course of the following summer, and, and that did leave him in a, a hole last year. I think, you know, at the end of every season, uh, the coach will have to answer to the board, whether, whether you're Newcastle, whether you're um, Penrith Panthers, or whether you're the Sydney Roosters, the Dolphins, whoever. So I think for, for Adam O'Brien, there's enough evidence there, there's enough of a narrative to suggest that he doesn't need to go in and, and beg for his job. And, and it's as simple as, I think they will make the finals this season. That's enough evidence. And then also you look and go, well, hey, we had this, we had our superstar that sort of dictated the terms a little bit and wanted to play 5-8 as a bit of an experiment that didn't go well now we've got him on board as a fullback imagine if we'd have had him on f- at fullback for the beginning of the season where we could have been what I think I can do with this team look at the improvement look at the adversity that we faced as a group I was the one that got them together I set the environment hey you've got to keep me this is why I'm going to do it and I'm gonna, if we start the season as well next year let's see for an extension What's interesting as well, Jimmy, to that point about Carl and Ponga playing fullback, I actually don't think Adam O'Brien was the one who wanted to move no, he Carl and Ponga it was to fullback. A, it was a it Ponga. Was, it was Caleb's yeah. decision and others at the club yeah. who got together, had the conversations, and they decided that for whatever reason it was going to be better for Carl to go and play in the front line and have a crack at 5-8. And, and there's some more evidence to support his case for his coaching knowledge. He was against that idea, yep. which I think then helps his cause say, look, I clearly know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, interesting anyway. I like the fact when Newcastle, they've got three home games. Yeah. There'll be a sellout there um, in Newcastle the next three weeks. And it's good for the game. We know when the Steel City's firing, it's good for the game. Oh, you're on their bandwagon. No, I'm not. I just think it's good. I think Adam O'Brien's a good bloke. He works hard. He wears his heart on his sleeve. I mean, he actually, most coaches don't give any air time about when they're under pressure. He came out on the front foot and said, look, I understand that, but I'm not going to die wondering. I'm just going to keep on and I can't control it. I like that. I I actually, yeah. You you know, just then you said, oh, it's good for the game when this team goes well. 
Is it, is it is it ever bad for a, the game when a team goes well? Like, has anyone ever said that? Like, oh, team. Well, there are bad, some bad sides that I don't particularly like. Up. There are teams that I don't particularly Who don't like. You in like this then? Go I'm not, go, not going to go like? out. No, because oh, that yeah. almost. That Sorry, ruins splinters. my reputation as one of the leading journalists here in Australia. But we're going to take a break. We're going to take a break. Sunday, Sydney on Triple M. <laughs> Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready and now. Triple M Sunday Sidbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Welcome back to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper. Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small businesses. And look, so much to get through. Dan Gadone will be calling the game. We're covering this afternoon uh, as Parramatta take on the Dragons. That kickoff is a little over half an hour away. Well... My Broncos are flying. They are oh. absolutely flying. <laughs> go you, Broncos, go. Oh. 30 points to 14. And their coach, Kevin Walters, joins us on Sunday. Simbin. Well done, Kev. You're flying, brother. Yes, our Broncos are going well, Dobbo. <laughs> 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 Kevin, that must give you confidence having Dobbo on your side. <laughs> no, Gordy, I'm going to call him out, mate. Every time there's a press conference at the same time as ours and the Dolphins, where does Dobbo go? Oh, get away. Oh, get away. Oh, that's not true. Oh, Kevin, that is a lie. That is a – listen, I don't know who's been getting in your ear, but you know that's not true. Rock solid I am. You flew to Perth yesterday to do the press conference. You did with Warren. Yeah, that was him. He got on the red eye back home. That's why he's a little bit flattened down uh, today. Anyway, anyway, Kev, well done on the win. Um, it says a lot about your side, um, especially with your captain out ruled out the day before, um, Kobe yeah. Hetherington, who's a big part of your bench. Um they just get it done regardless of who's in that side now. They wear the jumper with pride, and it's exactly where you want to be four weeks out. Yeah, thanks, Toby. Yeah, we were uh, very fortunate uh, yesterday. Um, we, we knew early in the week that, that Kobe wasn't going to be playing, but we lost Rano in the captain's run, and, um, you know, our depth this year has been really tested at different times, and we got thankfully we've got a you know, really strong squad and good depth. And Jock Madden, I, th- I thought yesterday, did a superb job coming in. You know, he only... He was playing the day before, and um, it's a big role to play in that seven jumper. And I thought he did it really well, and he's been in really good touch in the Queensland Cup, uh, just waiting there, sitting for an opportunity, and he got one, you know, yesterday and, and took it with both hands. Hey, Kevy, it's Gordy here, mate. Um, I've watched your side like improve, obviously from round one to now, and then yeah. there was a big clash there yesterday. Like it was a sellout crowd, and the Cowboys, yeah. they they got to keep on winning, mate. How, how much more improvement has this Broncos side got? Well, I, to be honest with you, Gordy, I really don't know, mate. I mean, we've yeah. we played some good footy. Uh, I thought we had a good half yesterday, good first 40. Um, and credit to the Cowboys, they scrambled really well in defence and, and stopped us from scoring a couple of tries. And we got over the line a couple of times as well, and they held us up or we, we lost possession. So I really don't know, Gordy. I'm just really excited about how far they can get to, you know. And I know our best football is still in front of us, and we still do have time to fix up a few areas of our game, uh, which... You know, I think the big focus for us will be playing for that 80 minutes, and sometimes we just clock off a little bit in games and let teams back into the into the contest. You know, and um, you, you know that's one thing we're we're trying to get better at. But we're you know I'm really impressed with everyone and their efforts uh, so and then, far. Uh, yeah, Continue. and then uh, who was big Tommy Flegler supposed to pass to? The big banana farmer <laughs> yesterday. He had glues. He had <laughs> all yeah, he had 12 options, Gordy. Only about 12 of them. Any anyone would have done, but it was. 
Now, it was actually Ezra Mann coming back through the middle. That's and, right. Yeah, it was Ezra. It reminded me of you when you used to break the law. You get to flip the That's why I, I said, reckon, he's I like, good, I good work, Harold Knight. I could have scored 10 more tries if you had passed me the bloody ball. Right <laughs> <over here. laughs> hey, Kevy, Jimmy Graham here. Congrats on the, on, on the win yesterday. Uh, Jordan Ricky was the, the, the 18th man. Uh, how do you plan for him to come back into the fray? I've really enjoyed watching him this season with all those effort areas. And although they've had some handy replacements, I, I'll assume, or I would assume he'd just slot straight back in when he's fit and ready to go. Yeah, he'll come back in when he's fit and ready to go. He wasn't quite ready to go last week um, uh, for the full 80 minutes and I wasn't prepared to, to you know, play him for, for 20 or 30 minutes and then just give him a spell. So he'll, he should be right next week depending on how he goes at training this week. But, yeah, he's another one of those guys with real effort areas, particularly in defence. Uh, that right side of ours, uh, um, they're like mongrel dogs on the on the kick chase, which is, a, you know, a real part of the strong part of their game. Geordie's a, a strong carrier of the ball as well. Um the big fellow, he's got a lightweight, so yeah, we expect him to be, to be fit next week. Kevy, congratulations, it's a great story. Uh, the club collected a wooden spoon before you got in there, but you've now got them back as a genuine premiership contender, a buy up your sleeve, uh, and, and a good run leading into the finals. You play the Melbourne Storm, that'll be your final game before September hits. Uh, my question is, will you rest any players, Kev, in this run home, or, or how are you looking nah, at mate. things? No, we're going full steam ahead. As I say, we're still uh, striving to get our uh, our best football, and to do that, everyone needs to be, you know, on field. And uh, I'm not a fan of, of resting players. Now we had our those guys that played through Origin. We were fortunate enough to get a, a bit of a rest there with Payne, and while she was suspended, so we got a rest. And Flegler, Paddy Carrigan, we rested him for the last, you know, um, game post Origin. So they've all had their spells, and we've got a buy coming up, which is. You know, when I looked at the draw last year, I said, why would you put a bite? Like, that's going to be tough for us to manage. But I'm actually looking forward to that bye. We'll just It won't be a total week off, but it'll just be a, a lighter week where we can freshen them up. Because the game's so physical, guys, isn't it now? And even mm. that, that, that game yesterday, uh, the score blew out a little bit in the end, but it was a very – at halftime, our boys were saying that that's as fast and as hard. And including the week before against the Roosters, that was a, a similar type of game where the intensity just goes up. And you'd expect that in the next month for that to continue – you know, into finals. So, yeah, we're, we're in a good position. And also being very mindful of um, of the players, you know, welfare and making sure that they're ready to go every week. Kevy, Jock Madden played well yesterday. Is, is there a temptation with Adam um, because obviously you you want him right for the finals that you don't play him against Parramatta this week and, and give him the bye and then bring him home for the last two weeks? No, Dobbo, he'll, if he trains well this week, he'll, he'll play this week against Parramatta. He, they, they want to play. He was desperate to play yesterday. Well, I was really uh, insightful having him up, in, you know, in the coach's box, uh, getting his views and, and on the game as it unfolded on field. And no, but if he's fit next week, we'll, we'll be playing him, Dobbo, and he's very keen to play as well. So I expect him to be ready. He was he just couldn't quite hit top speed, you know, last week. So we thought a week off would would um, would help that and get him right, you know, for the Parramatta game. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Um, you must be proud of, um, you know. Sorry, uh, he must be proud of the way Billy's playing. Um, yeah. He's doing yeah, a great job there, isn't he? he? He is, mate. And still, he's another one with so much more, you know, improvement in him. I feel his last couple of weeks um, have been his best football. Uh, you know, particularly, uh, he defends really well and strongly, like all Walters players do, you know. Great. <laughs> <laughs> like Uncle Steve. Like, yeah, like Uncle Steve. But, um, 
Yeah, but his attack is the one that you know we're, we're trying to work on, and he's confident in that in that space. Uh, we did some good things again yesterday for us. So, whilst he got a threat, you know, we, we, he can play that football. And Tyson uh, Smoothie's in the same boat. He's getting better with every game that he's playing. So, yeah, really happy with our nines at the moment, uh, and they've obviously play a big influence. And then, and the biggest job that the nines have to do really is get to the ball to where it's meant to be to Reynolds, you know, into Reynolds' hands, uh, into Walsh's hands, into. You know, Cobbo's hands, get that ball where it's meant to be. That's their main role there for us. Kevy, just a question without notice from Wayne Dobbin. Are you oh. still okay if I MC the end of season awards night? Oh, whatever. Now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dobbo, to be fair, has been a really strong um, supporter of the Broncos uh, in the last couple and of years. Dolphins, and the Dolphins, <laughs> and the Cowboys, <laughs> and the Bulldogs. Listen, Kevy knows where I stand, and you three trying to... No, he doesn't. Yes, you do. You two trying to throw a a, a wedge between Kevin and I is not required, all right? I I know where you stand. You stand at Wayne's press conference. It's more than mine. All right. Kevy, I I didn't realise that you'd do anything for free tickets to the Ipswich Dog Show. (laughs) (laughs) He's from Ipswich, you idiot. He's Ipswich, Rory, Kevy. He loves Ipswich. But yeah, but not to the dog show. (laughs) Not to the dog show. Hey, Kev, Kev, how to start in all... In all seriousness, this week, you know, another club's come out and said they're chasing pain, Huss. This time Melbourne won it. I mean... Is it destabilising at all where you guys know Payne's happy? He obviously, his family's here, he wants to stay here. There's always going to be clubs that are interested. Is that playing out? Does it play out off the field inside the four walls of the Broncos or how are you handling and managing all the speculation around Payne? Yeah, well, we expect, um, you know, to re-sign Payne within the next couple of weeks. Um, But again, that's not something that I'm sort of managing. It's others in the club that are looking after that. We're very confident we can maintain and keep Payne, you know, long-term at the club. He's playing, I think, some of the best football of his career. Still only 23 years of age. And we've got a few other guys coming through, like Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh and Cobbo and, and Tony Staggs and all these guys, Pat Carrigan, all... Um, we expect to retain all of those guys and, and keep them here long-term. Um, you know, certainly that's how I see things. And if we can provide a good fun environment for them to come to work in, um, that's half the battle. And, uh, you know, I'm very confident we can hang on to all those guys that, that we need to. Beautiful. Hey, best of luck, Parramatta, this Friday night. Yeah. Then you get the well, bye, then, then you get the run home. Out at the Gabba, you'll hear that live on Triple M with uh, one of Triple M's number one rugby league callers calling Dang that game. game. Yeah, well, he is the number one, but I said one of the number is Maroon, one. Is Maroon doing that game, is he? Yeah. No, I'm doing it, you idiot. Well, no, you can't, can't say, like, like, can't number, say one. number one. Yes, you can. I said one of num- uh, Triple M's number ones. Well, Kevin, I'm just making sense. There can only be one number Kevin, one. Kevin, I'll drop in for a coffee on the way home, mate. Good on you, brother. <laughs> Great to chat, mate. It's always open, mate. Yeah, I know that, mate. I know that. Beautiful. Good on you. There we have it. Kevin Wall, Broncos coach. Triple M footy lives on Leicester. Ready or not? Triple M Sunday Sinbin. Prosper. Make business happen with lending solutions to match your business needs. Can't stop what I got. Ready or not?
Welcome back to Triple M Sunday Sinbin. All thanks to Prosper, Australia's number one online lender to small businesses. James Graham, James Super, Gordon Tallis, Ben Dobbin with you. In the NRLW game, Knights 36, Eels 4. There has been a send-off with the Eels. Uh, it is now time, though, for James Graham's toughest player. All thanks to Mitsubishi Triton. Thanks to Mitsubishi Triton. Nothing can frighten a Triton. James Graham, your toughest player for the round of 23. Yeah, so uh, this week's toughest player uh, goes to what was arguably the the most interesting game uh, and closest game of the round. That was uh, before the Penrith Panthers uh, dismantled the Melbourne Storm. And the player that, for me, really led from the front uh, was James Fisher-Harris. Watching him live, he was sensational. They moved Liotta to the bench, which I think was was a masterstroke. That little bit of um, preparation from, from Penrith to, to, to bring him, hot, him on later in to the piece but James Fisher-Harris with 21 runs 199 running metres and 30 tackles he was phenomenal um, look it, he's always always a, a minimum 7 out of 10 he's just picking those 8 9s out of 10s now just at the right time he's absolutely phenomenal um, he has absolutely no fear whatsoever of what's in front of him and a huge reason as to why Penrith Panthers are going so well yeah, you know, I think that's a, a very valid point. But he's doing, done it for the last four years. Like oh, he, yeah, he's course, been unbelievable. Yeah. But just, I, th- like, yeah. I think the the game the game on uh, on the weekend against Melbourne Storm it needed uh, his presence and his authority on that game. And um, look, you know, Penrith are the well oiled machine, and there's so much to like about them. But James Fisher Harris, like, wow, yeah. he, he 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 had an exceptional game. Another, you know, eight and a half, nine out of ten from him, in my opinion, um, this weekend. It's an example of good coaching too, Jimmy, where in the last few weeks they've shifted Moses Leota back to the bench. They're starting with the young gun, Lindsay Smith, who's holding his gloves up. And then when Leota comes on, you don't lose anything in that rotation with Fisher-Harris. That's that's it. it. And also, but you you need Fisher-Harris to... He, he takes the burden of that load as well because mm, he's usually yeah. got his sparring partner, that one-two punch yep. of him and Liotta, bang, bang, bang. Uh, but they, they obviously, you know, you pay a price when you when you when you use that tactic. But Coach Cleary knows he's not going to pay the uh, a big enough price because he's got Fisher Harris there to hold the fort by himself uh, mm. and bring one of those younger forwards with him. He'll drag people up to the, his level. So it's it, it's been fantastic from him. Yeah, it certainly has. Uh, I like it. I like it. Let's talk quickly around the Eels and the Dragons today's game. Um, obviously, Brown back. Is it too late for Parramatta to start their run hoops uh, now that he's back? Oh, look, I've said consistently all year, Dobbo, after their poor start and the recruitment decisions that the Eels made, that I don't think that they're playing the finals this season. And yeah. I'll stand by that. Dylan Brown owes the club. They've looked after him. Uh, he's obviously had not field indiscretion. Uh, the club's looked after him, so he owes it. He's got to come back. He's got to play well. Um, he needs to perform and he needs to help him try and win some games as we see both sides just out on the field uh, now here at Combank Stadium. And, and then there's a little bit of breaking news, Dobbo, as well. Um, I, I just got sent a, a, a bizarre video. Um, you're in a tracksuit running around in the Triple M Office. Is what, that right? What's bizarre about that, Hoops? Why, well, in the break, in the breaks, I'm doing running... extra, It's called extras, mate. In the break, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing extras. 
in the break. It's all about consistency <laughs> and what, rather than sit here and feed my face full of lollies, which you three do, and chips and soft drinks and bread rolls, I'm about training and getting myself mentally prepared for the run that I've got to do this afternoon. As, as an athlete, Dobbo... <laughs> <laughs> what sort of criteria? What's you know like? Where do you think you're at at the moment? Because you know, like then, you I'm know, you building. Hit your peak, I'm you know, building. Like it's ebbs and flows. No, I'm you know, building. So. I'm, I'm I'm on a build at the moment. I'm about stacking bricks. Yep. Right. At so the you're moment. just getting your base up. Getting my base right. Yep. Yeah. And then the Laying last the foundation. Six weeks. We've got 11 weeks till Noosa. Yep. 11 weeks, and then yep. we will. Step by step, I've got a plan. Is this running do you in the office? We've got Hackett's coming in because he's going to give us. There's going to be a market on whether you finish. I'll finish. Oh. I'll finish. It's, there's going to be a market, right? So finish, there's going to be odds on whether mate, you finish. Get your wallet out, rich boy, because I'm happy to take all your cash. Mm. I will finish no matter what. I don't care if I'm crawling I on my hands and knees. I will take professional odds. Oh, well, yeah. Whatever. But whatever. there's got to be a time frame, right? So, mate, you've yeah, got to give us a time. Yeah, under three hours is what I want to do it under. Like, I, uh, so, you know, yeah, I see, want to so do it under three like a, you know, Yeah, so, like, then, mate, there, listen, there's there's a market getting framed as we speak from Ladbrokes to see whether you can do the deal or not, right? Under three hours or overs. There's unders or overs, right? Is, so that, we, is mate, that the so overs? That's about $1.90 each one. Then we've got, you know, time of swim, time of bike, time of 7K. How many punches? How many punches? Does he yeah. Does does he buckle a wheel as he turns yeah. the first corner? All those type of things. How many, same game, how, how same many, race, multi. How many How many times he'll pull in for a refreshment, bathroom, number of bathroom stops, yeah. number of motivational speaks he's going to have to get along the way. Yeah, yep, yep. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to make a fortune. And and then it's obviously what injury he pulls out with. <laughs> yeah, re- reason for pulling one. out. Does he say that he's pulled his calf, hamstring, <laughs> Quad, there's something that's coming up. So Latrell mate, Mitchell, listen, mate, Sam like, Kerr, Australia's know. finest, Ben Dobbin with the calf as well. <laughs> Do you know what? You know, in some forms of business, this would be classified as, as a word. I don't like Get stuffed, the three year. I'm doing it, and I'm right. You know, and you know well, what? Mate, your you wife, motivation. Has a very, yeah, your wife. No, I didn't need motivation. I'm doing this for myself, and I'm raising money for your wife's business. Okay, okay listen, so, and then good, Gemma, good listen, it's a good Gemma. Course. Yeah. Gemma has actually texted, so she actually thanks you for the Jacob's Creek because the whippersnipper hasn't missed the beat <laughs> and you've given it to us. <laughs> mate, the whippersnipper's on fire now. Mate, we can power through anything with that. <laughs> You're ungrateful. I'm never giving you another gift. I actually actually went and Listen made an effort Sherlock for Holmes, Mate, you went to 85 restaurants to find me. You found me. Thank you for the gift. I really appreciate it. Why don't but you put it in like a nice stew or something, Geordie? Like, you know, no, right, right, some awesome you know, or something. Right. Like, if he Do you know when they re-gift, right? So, oh. so there's some people out there that they re-gift, you know, and then they and they get a present, and you know that that bag has gone around, you know, because you give it to someone <laughs> yeah. and they comes back, and it's the same little bag that you buy at BWS or whatever. But anyway, mate, I do appreciate it because it's not, you know, Dobber, it's the thought that counts. It's the thought. Just a little bit of news. Arthur Miller-Stevens uh, will make his debut this afternoon for the Eels. He's an under-16, under-18 player for Queensland. He's a fullback and he's 19. He'll play on the wing today. So they'll, Parramatta will debut another one today um, uh, and a winger who they've got huge wraps on as well. Arthur Miller. Yep. Stevens. So, yep. Good so name, he, Arthur. Yep. Yeah, Don't see, Great I haven't name. seen an Arthur in the NRL for a for while, a, like for a that. long time. You know, yeah. um, but you know, hopefully that, he doesn't score a hat trick because that's going to be a mouthful. Getting <laughs> that, <in. laughs> 
You just won't call have to him do Arthur. It. You won't have to do it. That's Dan's job. You just sit there and go, yeah, that's right. Anyway. Um, I think we've hit the nerve, okay? It's taken us a while to get through that, that what we call residual fact. <laughs> And we finally <laughs> hit the nerve, haven't we, big boy? Oh, oh man, I'll tell you what. As soon as we, hey, as soon as we frame the the, the unders and over. There's like, no market on me finishing Noosa tryout. Do you know what the tipping point was? What injury are you going to pull out with? You didn't like that one. Well, the, I had a heart attack last year. That's the reason I didn't do it. And you make a joke, oh, you pulled out last year. Yes, I had a heart attack. Um, well, I didn't have a heart attack. I had to have a stent put in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sinbin Danganay joining us. We're back from 12 next week. You know the drill. Uh, go to listener to catch up on any previous episodes. Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.